0: Welcome to another episode of PropCast, a property podcast that aims to educate, inspire and engage property investors. We are your hosts, Dami Shionbala and Bimbala Osaige. Good morning, Bimbala. How are you doing? i um- So what are we talking about today, Pimbala?
1: Today we're going to look at our whys. Why do we do what we do? Why are we into properties? Why do we spend so much money, spend so much of our time getting to know more about strategies, spend our time away from family when we go on courses and we go on viewings? We're in front of our computer constantly looking at deals. Why are we doing this? Like, I want to just sit down and watch EastEnders. After the you know after dinner, why am I stuck in front of my computer, searching and looking and you know I think it would be good to just talk about the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Sure. what is the why? cause I'm, because it, it it differs from one person to the other, so we're both investors looking to increase our portfolio size and yep. very passionate about teaching other people how to you know, and there's a reason for all of this that, you know, it's not that we're just doing it for the sake of doing, there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing. And if you speak to anyone that is into any kind of um, investment, or creating multiple streams of income, there's a reason why they do what they do. Um, And I think it will be a good one that we talk about and just share that with our listeners this morning.
0: Definitely. So, it's only East that you'd want to sit down and watch. <laughs> well, yeah. um,
1: let's Come see. On. you could Quite have picked a, a better
0: be... program to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, i live in the uk sorry, right so, yeah, sorry like EastEnders, eastenders fans
0: sorry eastenders fans <laughs> let, let no, me the admit that EastEnders. i did grow up watching it so exactly
1: but <laughs> no, you know the funny thing about Easter is at every point in time like a christmas at easter and any big holiday there's always something dramatic that happens and you can't just on christmas <laughs> day christmas Eve, decide that you want to start watching eastenders you want to be you want to follow the story <laughs> okay okay i like this is not the reason that's not the main reason for my oh, i know i know
0: i'm just messing <laughs> i'm just messing with you
1: <laughs> oh dear oh dear well let, let me let me um share something that someone told me a few years back and then i'm gonna throw and once i said i'll throw the question to you to tell us your why so a few years back i was having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were talking about properties and she knew that I had started investing in properties quite um, a few years back, I met her a few years ago. And then I was telling her, she, I think we were just catching up and then she was saying to me, um, "You know, so what have you been up to? And then I started to tell her what I was up to and then we talked about work. And I think at, at some point the conversation stayed on to, went on to talking about um, taking a part-time role. Um, and p- perhaps as I don't need the money as such as now that I have other sources of income, i.e. the property, I don't necessarily need to work full time. Um, and I was, you know, she felt like the point where I was at was probably, you know, I sh- it should be enough. And I said to her, no, I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, I need to work full time. So this was before I started, um, property investment full time. I said, okay. no, I still need to do my full time hours and I need to get more properties and then Good. she said to me, I've never heard anyone say this to me. She said to me, but why are you so greedy? <laughs> and for a moment I stopped and I thought, what? Because I'd never heard that. Like the word greed and yeah. multiple sources of income and money has never been something that's coming to coming to my radar. So I kind of paused for a minute to actually think about what she said. I was perplexed to be honest, but it, when, when we got off the call, I sat down and I really pondered on what she said. And I'm like, hmm. So the reason why I'm sharing this is to allow us the opportunity to tell people the reason what we're doing, what we're doing. Because I think some people think, might have this perception that people that have money or are looking to create wealth are doing it from a place of greed.
0: Yeah.
1: And that is like the worst mindset that you can have, the worst money mindset that you can have. So Damien, you tell us. Let's start with you, why are you, how did you start your property journey and why have you started this journey and why you keep going on on this journey?
0: Yeah, good question. And I think this topic is multifaceted in a way. The first thing is the pursuit of, let's say, financial independence, financial freedom. And, you know, this word is banded around a lot. Well, what is financial independence? What is financial freedom? And in its simplest form, financial independence, financial freedom is where you have your assets generating either the equivalent to your earned income, or more than your earned income so at that stage when you have assets which are generating equivalent to your earned income you are at your, your a stage of financial independence because if you wanted to you could leave your job and you wouldn't be affected because the income from your assets is, um, is it will be enough to replace the earned income you have so you're here you're you're a place of financial independence and then the next level up is financial freedom where you know your asset income is just way over what your earned income ever was and you're in a place where you're a bit more free you can go on you know multiple holidays a year afford to leave your work your role the asset income continues to cover your lifestyle so I think first and foremost, it, it's the it's ultimately for financial freedom, and that'll be the first reason. Personally, I am still in a full-time role right now, despite that I have a few assets of my own. I do still have a full-time role, but my drive and my focus is to build enough assets to be able to first match, and then once they match, then build uh, on top of that in order for me to be able to um, let go of the full-time role, and then... Continue working on my assets and building my assets for myself and my family. So uh, that's the first thing is is it is is to is to get financial freedom, and the second reason would be time freedom. So you know it's it's so interesting that we're in this point with coronavirus, and you know I speak to people, I you know run youth groups and things like that, and I speak to loads of young people, and um, they're telling me they're bored. Uh, you know they do the same thing every day and my mind is blown because I feel like I'm still as busy as I was mm. you know <laughs> when uh, when we didn't have coronavirus and that's because I'm using the time to focus and build things build things that hopefully when we come out of coronavirus you know will add to my I'm, I'm building I'm, I'm looking at how I'm building my assets what assets am I focusing on Uh, you know, how my business is structured, what systems do I have in place, using this time to do all of these things so that when we come out, you know, I'm in a stronger position business-wise, assets-wise, and so that, you know, things can accelerate when we come out of uh, COVID-19. So yeah, and the reason why I went to COVID-19 is because a lot, a lot of people, you know, they say they want the time freedom to be with their families, to be with their loved ones well guess what COVID-19 has forced, has forced us and you know to, to, to be with our families and yeah. unfortunately the what you're hearing is you know unfortunately things like divorce rates have actually increased um, there's a lot more domestic violence there's a lot you know a lot of couples are arguing and it's so sad to hear and see but for me one of the reasons that you know I'm doing this, my why, is the time freedom. You know, yes, I get a earned salary and I get an earned income, but effectively all those hours I'm spending is is being used to build somebody else's organization, is being used to build somebody else's dream. And there's a there's a very popular saying which I which I always try and remember, if you're not building your own dream, you're building someone else's dream. So that's that's another one of my whys. You know, um, for the time freedom. And then finally, I did something recently. So I attended a course probably at the end of last year. So again, um, one of the things that I've done recently is really invest in my education. And um,
1: You have, and, right? That's what that's how we met. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <every> exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know sucking up, uh,
1: up all the knowledge.
0: <laughs> you got to, you got to. You know, you don't know what you don't know. And um, so, yeah, so one of the courses I attended and actually a lot of the courses I attend, they they talk about mindset and each one delivers the mindset aspect in a different flavor. But this one in particular, he he gave us a really massive challenge. And that challenge was to, I guess he adopted this from Tony Robbins because I've done some of Tony Robbins stuff before. And um, so it, it was very similar. So Tony Robbins has what he calls the will of life. Is that something you've heard of, before? No, um, I may have, but it
1: doesn't okay.
0: sound... Okay, you, I'm sure you probably have. So the will of life is, is split into seven different areas. So he says, look at the... So don't when you're, when you're looking at your life and when you're trying to set goals and trying to set different things, um, what you want to do is you want to break it into the seven aspects of life so that could be finance that could be relationships that could be your career and that could be your your family life um, so he, he talks about breaking it into seven so you know the, the course i attended i think he took this model and uh, what he he the challenge he set us was he said for for every one of these areas i want all for all of these areas, I want you to bring out a hundred reasons why you must succeed in doing what you're doing. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, that's tough. He said, bring a hundred reasons. And, um, you know, so I started doing this and I I got to about 60 reasons why I have to succeed in what I'm doing. And of course, you know, I've got my financial aspirations. I've got the ambitious side of things. So that's always going to be there. If I say, Oh, you know, it, that's not there. That, would be me lying and telling the truth. Yeah, of course, um, I've got financial goals and, 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 and so on and so forth. But actually what I then found was I had a common theme in my wise and that common theme and what came across to me was the common theme was my sense of giving back and aiding mm-hmm. community. And, okay. That gave me a stronger sense of purpose that, yes, you know, as much as I want some of these things for myself, a lot of my reasons are actually to give back, contribute and make an impact so, so that I can leave a legacy. Because at the end of the day, when we go, we don't take any of this wealth with us. We leave a legacy. And what will my, what will my legacy be when I've gone? So my third why is community that sense of giving back, that sense of being able to not be restricted to help in any way, shape or form. Um, but you can only do that when you get to a certain level of, um, you know, when you get to, to to a point. Now, I'm not saying you can't, you can't give from where you are. You can always give from where you are. But, you know, there comes a point where you, you can do more. If you have more resources, you can do more. I give now. So I'm not saying uh, I'm going to wait until I get to you know that level of financial independence, but then actually I know that I can do more. I can exp- I can expand more, and the resources in my hand can be used to to really build other things. So, so yeah. So my final thing is, or my final why is my sense of uh, community, my sense of giving back, and leaving a lasting impact and legacy. So those are my three things, and in all of those things comes my financial dreams, my family's legacy. My kids, my wife, and all of those things. So, um, does, does does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. It does, and that's quite um, that's that's very interesting. Hearing you speak about your why is actually it's 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 commendable. Some of the things that are your why, um, and like I, like we know everyone's why is going to be different, um, and everyone's entitled to their why. Uh, one of the things that I that I would say is common to both of us. Then it's the financial freedom, and I, in fact, I think that's common to a lot of people that are who are thinking about investment and about the future. Ultimately, everybody wants financial freedom. Well, I would hope that everyone you know, everyone that is into investment, they want some sort of freedom to be able to um, buy time back. So for me, I would say specifically for me, it's because of my family. So I do this because of my family. And let me share a story. Um, to kind of put this in perspective. So I remember the year that I got married. So I'm married to a guy who is very creative, who's constantly coming up with all these brilliant ideas. And I remember the year that we got married, we were having a conversation and he was sharing one of his brilliant ideas with me and Luna as a diligent wife. I was listening, but this particular one really struck, it really struck a chord in me because it was something that I actually bought into. I, I, I liked the idea of it, but by sharing, but 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 then I, re, I realized that even though this idea is amazing, there was no way we could actually get started on implementing this because we were both in full time jobs, and we barely just had enough to. Obviously, we had enough to pay our bills and have a little bit left over but not enough to say okay let's run with this idea and make it happen and i remember that day he was t- telling me we got off the phone and then i thought to myself wow how nice would it be if we had x amount of money per month coming in that could go towards funding some of our brilliant ideas that we have because i know that a lot of time people say you know, you know when you have a great idea you don't necessarily need money to start some businesses and some ideas but ultimately for the majority, you need something to start something. Um, And if you have responsibilities already, you're going to need to find a way to fund paying back some of those responsibilities whilst you're starting your idea or your business. So anyway, that really got me thinking. And I happened to be in a position or in a role where I could start to think about a change in terms of my contracting um, hours and the kind of contract that I was in. So anyway, that's kind of how I started to look so it was that same year, we started to look about how we could get paid more for our time and how we could get more money for what we were doing. So, but then every time I remembered that, it, it, that, that for me, that was my first sense of why. I wanted to have this financial freedom. I wanted to have a bit of money coming in so we can use that to fund our dreams. Um, so for me, that was the first thing. Then secondly, again, another story. Uh, when I was growing up, My unfortunately, my parents' marriage didn't last. Um, and um, what happened then was that we ended up losing the home that we stayed when we were growing up and my mom had to go find herself a place to live. And the whole experience, I mean, for her, it wasn't just a case where she had to find a new home. We had to find a new home and a new place of work because we literally had to move from one state to the next. And that whole experience for me was quite negative. I didn't enjoy it at all because it was quite abrupt. And I think with African parents, they don't necessarily carry you along in their dreams and or oh, what's going on. You know, and I just woke up one day, went to school. So I was a boarding school. And then during the half term, came back and we went to a different place. And I was wondering. What happened? What happened to our sure. house? You know, yeah. and I got to find refiner that, okay, mom had to leave and so on and so forth. So that wasn't a good experience in my childhood days because obviously it meant I missed all of my friends. I missed the people that I was hanging with and I never really made friends in the new place that we moved to. Okay. And then when we moved to the UK, I also had a similar experience where we had to leave um, the place where we were staying and found somewhere else to stay. So those two experiences left, it just kind of left me with a very bad taste in terms of, not owning your place. So without me realizing, right from a young age, I had this resolve in me. I had this determination that I must own a place. I must have my own place. So the moment I, was, I had the opportunity to know anything about properties and investing, I, was, I literally went down that road. So it, the, my purpose really came was born out of uh, uh, what, what I would call an affliction, I mean, that sounds really, it sounds really deep, but it wasn't as bad as, um, in terms of affliction, it wasn't like a a major, I wasn't homeless. It wasn't like I was homeless, but I think it taught me the importance of ownership of assets. Because when you own an asset, You're not, I mean, it's yours, you're not going to be kicked around, kicked left to the right. So that's where for me it started from. And then I think as I carried on in my journey as a as a female as well, as a black female, as a wife, I realized the importance of not just having financial freedom for yourself, but having it for your family, for your children, because God forbid something happens. Because we see this a lot in in Africa, or you know, where the, the main breadwinner dies or there's a break in the relationship the woman is left destitute with her children because she's she's never been able to acquire anything for herself so that gave me a real sense of I need to have um, I need to understand how money works I need to understand how I can be a contributor in my family I need to be able to give something over to my children. So that's the bit about the legacy. I need to be able to have something that my children can benefit from, whether I'm in a relationship or I'm not. I wanted to have that. I was, you know, that was my driving force. And again, growing up in the UK, even though my formative years were in Nigeria, when I moved over to the UK, even though I was born here, and I have all the rights as a British citizen, but because I wasn't, I didn't grow up here. Um, at least for the first 15 years of my life, I felt that I had to start all over again when I moved here back to the UK. Plus, I didn't have my parents with me at the time, so it felt like it was a lot more struggle when I compared myself or compared or saw what my counterparts were doing. And for me, it just gave me that sense of I need to do. A lot for my children, because i don 't want my children to have to struggle or have to you know struggle the way that i, I want them to be comfortable to an extent and i 'm not talking about making um, spoiling them, but actually sure. being able to teach them what it means to to work for your money, work to be financially independent, yeah. you know see opportunities, and grab it and that 's all the things that I get from properties that 's what property has taught me it 's taught me that anyone can be financially free if you put your mind to it because anybody can do it. It's not for the select few. It has taught me that hard work pays because property investment is not just about buying a couple of properties and making money. It's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of time that it takes to get you to that point. It has taught me that when you're diligent and you know what you're doing and you get the right education, the sky is the limit. So all of this for me um, adds up to my, my why and then I mustn't forget that as a, again, as someone that once, always wanted to have a big family as well. I've always wanted to have a big family. I've always said to anyone that cared to listen that I wanted to have six children. And I, I realized that if you're going to have a big family and you're going to bring all these <laughs> children into the world, you've got to have something. You have to have time for them. You have to, you know, I can't delegate that um, that time or the care to somebody else and even if i wanted to i would ha- i would need money to pay them anyways yeah. but more importantly i want to instill so much in my kids i want to have spend time with my family i want to go on you know good great family holidays i want us to experience the world i want to broaden their 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 scope i want to broaden their horizon so there's a lot that i want to do as a family person and I, in order for me to get the time and the resources to do these things I need to start thinking beyond my, my normal paycheck. So yeah, all of that really um, is my why, why I'm doing this, why I'm so passionate. And then also for me, it's not even also, it doesn't stop with just me. I think I'm also at the point now where I'm so passionate about helping other people get to that point, at least start thinking about that. And, you know, I do, I encourage a lot of joint venture opportunities. Like now, you know, I, I think I'm slowly becoming the joint joint venture chick, property chick, because I'm constantly pushing people to think beyond themselves. And I don't want to hear that, oh, I don't have the money, or I don't have the experience, or I don't know what to do. You can't have that excuse anymore because there's lots of opportunities you can leverage on somebody else. But together, we must work together to make, to, you know to contribute to our communities to contribute to our society nobody should be a burden on the next person um, and it's really sad when i see people that just don't have the ambition or drive to actually do things for themselves and i encourage people all the time look there, there, there's a way there's always a way um around everyone has been given everyone has the ability and to create wealth um through different channels and for us property is one of those channels that we promote a lot so, yeah, that, that, that is my why. I think I've said a lot, actually. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been
0: powerful. And, um, yeah, no, I think I, I needed to let you finish your, your whys because, again, from what I see, your, your your whys, they're also multifaceted and they're different levels to your why. Um, you spoke about your family. You spoke about the need to, because of the experience or your experience from your past, that's also giving you a strong design, a strong why. And then, of course, you know your ambitions to to have a large fa- uh, to have a large family means that you do need the resources to be able to provide for the family and make sure that you, you have a good standard of living. And then, uh, finally, you mentioned about the education part, so giving back your knowledge by teaching others and empowering the community our community so i think those are very very strong strong whys. and um, and you know everyone's why is going to be different and there's no right or wrong but i guess the most important thing is that until you know your why until you if you don't have that strong sense of why and and i guess the reason why you know when you attend educational courses and they ask you this question is because when things get hard when when challenges arise because there will always be challenges yes, yes. any investment anything you do comes with a level of risk yes you try and mitigate those risks of course and you try and put everything in place so that things don't go wrong but inevitably it's life things do go wrong and what drives you through those tough moments is your why why am I doing this because if it's not strong enough the first sign of trouble
1: you're gonna run away you're gonna, comp- you're gonna come. You're gonna. You, you're going to. you are going
0: to you are going to you are going to complain. You're yes. going to have that victim mentality. But if you have that strong sense of why in place, it will allow you to push through. It will allow you to, you know, on those dark days where you're just thinking, as we said at the beginning, why am I not just sitting down watching EastEnders? Why am I not just sitting down and you know just relaxing? After all, I've, I've had a hard day's work and so on and so forth that's what's going to fuel you that's what's going to drive you because just you know if it's just money that you want that's not enough it's not going to be enough it it really isn't so you really if you know i I want to encourage anyone who's listening um if you don't have that sense of why or that strong sense of why take take some time out and again this is the perfect time because (laughs) we're not allowed to go anywhere so you know take this time use it to reflect and just think about what is your why 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 do I want to invest why is you know what why why do I want to be financially free or why do I want time freedom why why do I want to go on this journey and once you start thinking about that once you start getting a sense of your why and like we said it can be for there's no right or wrong reason your reason is your reason so as soon as you've got that then you're able to then go to the next stage which is okay now I understand why I need to be successful. Now I understand why I need to, you know, what, what's driving me. How am I going to, how am I going to fuel that? And that's the education part. That's where you need to get educated. And once you have the education comes the execution part where you go and implement what you're taught. And that's again, you know, the, that, that is also an important element, taking action, taking massive action because education without action is just knowledge and if you don't mm-hmm. take action on the knowledge you have well then you you'll be wasting the resources that you've invested in gaining oh, that yeah. the, the knowledge so so yeah so that's um, i hope that's you know been of benefit to uh, to to our listeners today
1: yes hopefully hopefully well thank you so much guys for tuning in to Today's topic, uh, today's podcast, it's been so, it's it's really nice doing this actually. Um, again, this is, I suppose this is one of our why's, right? Being able to share our knowledge with other Definitely. people and just creating a platform to talk. Um, and, you know, we'll have so much more to talk about. You know, we'll talk about the challenges that we face as well. We'll talk about, you know, the highs and the lows um, as we go further into the podcast. And obviously bring more people in as well to share their views, their experience and their uh, and their learnings with us so guys if this is your first time listening to this podcast please just subscribe um so you don't miss an episode um we do and you can engage with us as well on social media we we are on instagram facebook twitter and all of those all of those platforms <laughs> Alrighty, bye all right all
0: right thanks everyone